0: Friends, welcome. It is time. The Amory score is here. I am Jackson.
1: Uh, I'm Molly. Hi.
0: Yeah, I probably should have thrown, but I I did a I did a silent. It's okay. Thing. You
1: do it. You do it uh, opposite ways every time, so I'm always on my toes. <laughs> I, I gotta keep it varied. I, yeah, I, I gotta. Yeah. You gotta keep me aware of what the situation is.
0: We've never had a show. I've never been in a show with like a consistent intro. We always like do it off the cuff every time. Uh, Okay. Which, yeah.
1: I mean, we got. We could work on that. We can make this a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that that means we won't have such beauties as the ASMR. <laughs> time. Uh, welcome to
1: the Amory Score. Yeah, welcome to the Amory Score today. Oh, Christ! The <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know. Uh,
0: but no, today is the finale. Today is the final episode of second stage turbine blade. Kind of, it is the final. It's the. It is the final
1: one. And it the. It's it. the last one. We're not listen. We're not covering iRobot.
0: Yeah, there's a bonus track. There's two two bonus tracks, but they're not part of the album, not really. Um, (laughs) Okay, can we at least tell them what the other one is called? Oh, you mean the song called Elf Tower, New Mexico? It's
1: called Elf Tower, New Mexico. I recommend listening to it exactly once and then forgetting it exists.
0: The song begins by him saying, like, whispering full of emotion into the mic... Elf Tower, New Mexico. <laughs> like three times. It's so good. Yeah, like, And then he repeats it. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a fucking song. Christ. It, uh, if you've seen like the level of quality of the songs this time on this album, for that one to be like so long and meandering that it got left off. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oof.
1: But Oof. Anyway. T-
0: today is our final song. It is called uh, God Send Conspirator. Uh, it is track 10, I believe, if you are counting the first track, which is the, like, 52-second thing that opened this podcast. Yes. And uh, we're about to tell you everything that happens in the end of the story, the end of the second stage Turbine Blade. How does it wrap up? What happened last time? Where did we leave off in all our various plot lines? Because last week was a big week.
1: Last week was a big week. So Coheed and cambrier are dead after turning into Rip- the Monstar and the White Ruineer, respectively uh cambria ends up killing coheed after he destroys well not destroys uh extinguishes one of the keywork stars one of the stars of cyrus uh keeping everything together and the keywork and the prize uh the blue naked ladies had to sacrifice a lot of themselves uh to reignite the keywork and put everything back together um the current problem is one of those stars the one that extinguished got away and has now formed our solar system uh, away from the key work
0: oh that's not the current problem that is a well, that's just a thing that's that just happened.
1: a thing but it's also kind of a problem for uh jesse specifically uh but we'll get yes. to that so let's let's get to that let's let's uh, let's talk about it so let's talk about mariah first i think let's yeah, let's do that
0: where last we left mariah she <clears throat> was like okay i have one mission i have to stop the flies escaping i'm fuck shit <laughs> i was escaped. i whiffed it I goofed it. I goofed it. I am the super powerful, super awesome general soldier who is amazing and powerful and good. And then finally I come into the plot and I fuck it up immediately.
1: And frankly, we still aren't sure if
0: she has special girl powers or not, but probably not. We can't tell. There's panels that make it look like it, but we're never, it's never clear if that's just she's really good at tactics so things blow up on cue yeah. or if she can actually mentally destroy things. Who if she could knows? mentally destroy things, you'd think the flies wouldn't have escaped. Yeah, you would think so. But you know what? That doesn't really mean anything.
1: Um, so Mariah has been tracking down uh, Mayo. She's also hiding from Mayo because he's gonna kill her. Um, he's Her mission now uh, is to take him out and try and get to Wilhelm Ryan uh, because he's he's the big bad guy and she's got to take care of business because she's the leader of the resistance. Um, she tries to call Jesse for help. Um, and she's in, I believe she's in the facility that Mayo is currently in, uh, yes. hiding behind some boxes and calls Jesse. But Jesse cannot land on the planet. Uh, To give her any kind of backup because there are all kinds of like tremors and earthquakes uh, from the whole solar system almost absorbing in on itself situation that just happened. Uh, So he can't find a good landing spot. Uh, Suddenly, (laughs) uh, Mayo Deftenwolf pops out of a window, uh, grabs a large shard of glass that he caused to break when he jumped out of this window... Gets Mariah and just slits her throat unceremoniously.
0: You thought that this, this maybe this one wife would escape this story? No, no wives. No, no wives are allowed to go free. No wife. Mariah, shall
1: suffer to live in this story. Mariah,
0: the last surviving wife, dies in the same issue as Cahit and Cambria and the other wives. It's just, folks, it's bad. Um, oh, it's so. Painful. Uh,
1: Mayo slits her throat, lets her bleed, but um, but not
0: but not that's not all. But that's that not all. But that's because all because while he is slitting her throat, somehow I don't remember the page exactly, but Jesse is like. He's like trying to communicate with her, and has communicating with her in such a way that he can see what's behind this master tactician. This master tactician has no yes. Uh, So he's like, "Look out, Mayo!" (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
1: they they had uh, been uh, communicating via this like uh, window share kind of situation uh, the entire time, and uh, he sees Mayo before Mariah, and Mariah eats it. Um, So what Mayo decides to do uh, is we cut back to Wilhelm Ryan back in his fortress. I believe it's House Atlantic itself. um, And Mayo shows up with a box. And out of the box, Ryan pulls Mariah's head.
0: Yep. You thought we were finished with her. We're not finished with her.
1: (laughs) we cut off her head and presented it to the big bad.
0: And not only is does mayo like present her head to the big bad to present her head to wilhelm and that like restores his favor uh he says it while like yelling one of the lines from the song for like the big line from the chorus which is this the world's not big enough for the both of us uh and it's in the context of him holding their head up to, it's gross it's really this album gross. starts how it means to go on and never changes yeah oh so that's mariah yeah. that's where mariah is at she, uh... yeah, Ma- And also, like because with Mariah's death, that is, that rebellion stomped out too. So the rebellion is dead. Um, yes. Uh, like, all her army's been wiped out. She's been wiped out. Wilhelm Ryan reigns supreme. The only threat to him, Segway is on Shiloh's 10. What's he doing on Shiloh's 10? Let's check in with our special boy. Have you guys heard about
1: the special boy, Claudio?
0: The crowing. The cr- We keep saying special boy, but we should probably update people that the crowing is what the special boy is called here.
1: We, yeah, he's he's constantly referred to as the crowing. I definitely prefer the special boy at this point, but I guess we could talk about the crowing.
0: No, we just need to mention that that's the thing, and now we yeah. can go on referring to him as the special boy.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, so Claudio has been hanging out on Shiloh's 10 since taking that like garbage freighter. Uh, out to the middle of fucking nowhere where he has met all of the stars now what we didn't mention before is that um i believe they've been harvesting the stars who are you know living beings who are sentient creatures uh have intelligence all that stuff um they have been harvesting these people uh to use as energy to fuel the key work
0: yes we have like a big shot of like because we had the reveal that the the key work is the live stream made of souls or whatever but now we have the reveal that wilhelm ryan is like and the red army is running this slaver camp with massive beams that they just round up these uh, these stars and like other criminals and people from all over the universe and throw them into this big blue beam and that's how they the energy for the universe is provided it's, uh, it's pretty bizarre thought.
1: Uh, it's, it's bizarre and bad. I don't like it, but okay. Um, so what's going to happen here is that Claudio has been living with, um, these stars for some time now, uh, turning invisible because that's his number one special boy power, uh, is to, is to turn invisible, uh, whenever the guards are around. So they don't even know he's there. Um, what ends up happening is that a priest, an Ostentine priest, it's been a minute since we talked about one of those. Uh, shows up on Shilos 10 and starts to attack uh, some of the stars and the special boy. Um, And in this fight, uh, Claudio learns how to use his powers in a different way to become super strong. uh, And he ends up throwing the priest and uh, hurting it real bad.
0: Yep. He's Um, the special boy. He can fuck you
1: up. He can fuck you up. Don't forget that the special boy, he can do a little bit more than just run away. But he's mostly just going to run away. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, after well, we've got to stretch this out for like four albums. He can't do much more. <laughs> no, he can't really do a lot. But he can do a little bit, but don't count on him, basically. Um, so the next thing that happens um, is the stars are kind of really wary about Claudio because he's causing a lot of trouble. Um, and specifically, he has a friend named Cecil. Uh, who he met immediately uh, after, like coming to Shiloh's ten, and has kind of befriended him uh, and tried to stay by his side the entire time. Uh,
0: the scene's hilarious because it's like you've stolen the book. You're you're too dangerous. They'll they'll figure out you've stolen. You can't do this. You and and it's, he's like basically lecturing him on: you're the protagonist of this book. Anyone who's around you will die. I, <laughs> you can't be near me. The ones you can't who love do will be we the don't ones don't who pay. You. God. Yep. so
1: um what the final straw ends up being it's not the priest uh it's the fact that claudio has stolen a book from one of the guards yep. lockers uh and Cecil's like "E motherfucker
0: you can't steal stealing? any logical version of this plot would have the final straw be bringing death upon multiple of the friends but right. no it's stealing a book
1: it's stealing a book it's not priests keep tracking you to this planet and killing my friends it's you stole a book Uh, So we get a quick shot. I do need to point out that Claudio does have a pistol on his waist that is engraved with the word Neverender, which is the worst thing in the world
0: it's like a nod to the fact that the never end a song is framed through like him being alone considering whether or not he kills himself and that scene never really makes it in except as a reference saying he's like oh there are other alternatives than waiting or something and just like maybe i should just shoot myself with this gun named after right. a song and you're like bashing your head against the desk, like god kill me <laughs> i kill me kill, and then i want kill to read me this book instead. <laughs> yeah
1: Um, So Cecil finally says goodbye to Claudio and Claudio's like, I don't want to be alone. Um, And Cecil's like, I don't care. Like, go away. We don't want you here. Uh, And Claudio leaves the camp alone and uncertain, thinking about all that has happened and wondering if his life is worth changing.
0: I just want to point out that Claudio is drawn super weird in these pages. Yeah. He looks absolutely nothing like he looked when, like, because the art style of the first half of, uh, second stage television blade like made went through a bunch of changes but it was definitely a more cartoony like, yes uh look and this became more traditional late 2000s comic book looking much to the detriment of all the character designs
1: right yeah no everybody kind of looks bad um <laughs> i love ryan's like disgusting blue face
0: um yeah on the next page is like deep inside the house atlantic wilhelm ryan sits on his throne basking in his victory
1: yeah it's it's very good um so the to wrap up those two parts mayo gets promoted again uh because i guess they had to do that over the course of like six issues um claudio is exiled on Shiloh's 10
0: yeah because basically all that happens and that's pretty much everything everything is as it is all the pieces are in place uh, and we cut to what the book refers to as the present, because apparently this entire book has been told in flashback um, from uh, the like time period of In Keeping Secrets, like the first page of issue one is jesse on a bridge talking about like burning the prototypes and that's all in keeping secret stuff and we're now about to get to that because of course it can't just be a story it has to be a story within a story about a different story because it's fucking nonsense anyway because claudio cannot get out of his own ass for like a minute (laughs) we get jesse having a monologue like recapping just what's happened like six years have passed things are different the children bolded needless comic book bolding help what is that even what does the children help mean what does I, that he's refer- mean he's referring to like chase and the other one who's the other one i have no idea no idea. no there's chase and the other one oh because he has kids right or Sa- something sizer Ch- chase and sizer who are the sizer. two robots he builds that's right
1: uh, okay yes
0: uh, don't worry about that. We'll explain next album. Yes. Uh, and then there's no life, but it is a reminder of something better. Everything comes with a price. Coheed, Cambria, Mariah. I think of them each and every day just listing the death toll.
1: Yes. Uh, as what's he doing? As he walks to a, I assume, boxing ring, uh, except the ropes are made of like chains and spikes and metal. Um, And he's introduced in the ring... Uh, a former leader of the rebellion, the Prize Fighter Inferno, um, and I do love that it is P R I S E Fighter, the Prize
0: Fighter, because he's fighting a prize. Because I thought all the prize that weren't Amelina died, but no, it was just most of them. And there's just a prize here yeah. hanging out, and he's like, "Where are the rest of you? Like, we need to build this army again. I need to build the army in honor of my dead wife," uh, <laughs> and uh she's like, we wait for the crowing to emerge. We cannot do anything without the special boy. We need that special boy. If I win tonight I can rally enough support to rebuild the rebellion We will I will finish what she started.
1: It's honestly super strange it it doesn't make a lot of sense at the end of this comic um and then we cut back to Shiloh's 10 uh, where Claudio has grown a lot
0: he has a full mustache and beard now so claudio's whole situation is like okay it's been six years he's stayed on the planet the whole time i wonder what's happened i wonder how claudio has adjusted do you want to read do you want to just read the last page because it's fucking
1: a lot Shiloh's 10 someone once said there was a hero buried in this story now there's more truth in those words he lives alone in a hole, choosing to bury himself below a shattered city. He's not spoken to another being since the day he left the camp. He does not believe in heroes. He does not believe in anything. Who cares? Your dreams can't last forever. The end. <laughs> he hasn't spoken to a single person for sixty years! <laughs> he left the camp. He's in a city. Fuck him. Fuck him. I don't need to talk to anybody.
0: He hasn't even said, like, oh, can I have a beer, please? Like, he's
1: not said anything! It is suggested that he's just been, like, either growing his own food or stealing his own food and just, like, walking around invisible because he doesn't want to talk to anybody because he's a sad boy.
0: Six six years! Six (laughs) years. It's just, like, obviously, okay, the hero... Uh, suffers a huge defeat and his parents all die and uh the universe is ruined and he doesn't see any point in resisting like you know clear part of like the character arc he has to regain his faith in humanity again whatever blah 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 but i have never seen it done as like turned up to 11 as he has not spoken to another being since he left the camp oh it's a hell of a thing holy shit no oh, Claudio buddy are you okay like are you good dude he's not gonna be good
1: folks he's I gonna be I thought this was a bad. Coheed
0: and Cambria album not a Proto Men album <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the deep cut sorry
1: can we get a Coheed and Cambria cover of like Light Up the Night or something <laughs> let's get a Proto Men cover of like The Suffering oh,
0: I don't think we can ever combine the two cause just like I think that would kill every wife on earth <laughs> you're not wrong god oh.
1: so god. that's it okay that's where we end that's it that's that is the lore of the second stage turn by blade
0: shall we do the final song
1: let's talk about gods and
0: it's so good this song is great
1: this song is fantastic i love godsend conspirator it's maybe my favorite
0: song on the album it is definitely one of my favorite songs on the album it's amazing because after like eight tracks of just kind of mid-tempo noodling just i'm gonna play this power chord and then travis is gonna do over it uh, they actually figured out, oh, we can kind of have a slow song that also feels like a song you'd want to listen to and has like a, a verse and a chorus and they don't try to be super fancy. They just have a verse and a chorus and then yeah. maybe there's a bridge and they're all just good. It's it's remarkable in how not showy it is.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's so... It I had not really taken notice of it until I started listening to that live version, the Neverender version specifically. And it's just so good. It's it's subtle, I guess is a word. It's just I this song is fantastic.
0: I mean by the standards of this band, it's 100% subtle. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Cuz it's just like uh it, so In Keeping Secrets gets into being like a, a straight up emo album. We'll have to get into what the fuck that means because I depending on how old you are, that means 10 different things. Right. Uh but that's this song is where that really like kicks into place and you kind of get the Uh, cleaner guitars uh, more simple song structures and more like earnestly depressing lyrics rather than just inscrutable depressing lyrics
1: Uh, speaking of lyrics, yes, should we should we talk about some lyrics to the song "Gods oh, and Conspirator"? Should I,
0: should I find some lyrics to to read out? Which of these? Please ver- do. O- There's only two verses, a chorus, and like a bridge because you know. Yeah,
1: because they actually
0: figured out how to write a song. They were like, "Oh, should we write an actual real song?" Shall we write a song? Uh, when I said the lyrics made more sense, um that's 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 relative. It was,
1: it was relative. <laughs> Just don't, listen, don't call us out on this one.
0: your wise ass comments could cheer you up the emotional disturbance relax deep breath sit back from the space in which you stand here and in demand don't touch a fresh wound that bleeds all over you carpets the stains, the storybook remains, and the page that states you've tied. Accept and then reply, acknowledge the other guy, tired in the days that pasted away, sporadically arranged across the floor when you've got it made. And then the chorus is the good part, which is, uh, just goes, um, it's the good part in the song, the lyrics are still yeah. a bit, you know, but they're, they're better. It's the first line and we go, dear Mariah the world's not big enough for the both of us when we live in the same town fight on fire burn my hands till I've got nothing left to count my numbers on uh, yeah which you get to like oh this you know it's emo and you, you do say burn my hands till I've got nothing left but at least I understand that yeah
1: it's it's really good like all those parts that you were saying the lyrics so I'm like okay yeah these lyrics are stupid but it fucking bangs on the album it
0: bangs in the album, and also the lyrics, like, uh, flow a bit better. Uh, they don't flow when you read them out like that. Well, because it's, it, bit... you know, all over
1: your carpets, the stains, but it's more like, all over your carpets, the stains, the storybook remains. It's really good.
0: Yeah, like, they actually realize, oh, we can do rhymes in the middle. Like, they, they do, like, syllable rhymes inside uh, the lines they have, and they'll use that to structure the song a bit more, so you have something yeah. to hang on to rather than just feeling like word syrup.
1: Yeah, no, it, Which, it feels really good on the album.
0: Look, I know we're saying this owned so hard and then our justifications are it understands basic songwriting. <laughs> but <laughs> it's still good. I'm not here to uh, explain my taste. I think it's a jam.
1: Yeah, no, I just, I think it's just a very good song. Boy, is it. Um, is there anything else we need to cover
0: for God's Saint Conspirator? Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think we're pretty much done. I think that is that. Hey, what did we give the song? Uh, I'm giving God's
1: a Conspirator an 8 out of 10.
0: Cool. Uh, I'm also
1: giving it an 8. Uh, just, so. as, just as good as Time Consumer. Yeah. If you ask me, anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I am so, so excited for what we have uh, coming up. this podcast we should probably before we go yes uh, tell the people a little bit about our plans what are our plans
1: um so we are going to talk we have another episode kind of another episode zero to do right uh for uh in keeping secrets of silent earth three because there is that opening track like all of these albums have um so we'll we'll kind of cover that there and we're going to talk to uh we're going to talk to a friend about uh what what they've
0: learned so far i believe right Yes, we are going to do like kind of a little reset episode where we re-explain all the plot. Like, in case you haven't been listening, I don't know why you're listening to this, uh, mm-hmm. but for people who haven't listened to this uh, section of the podcast, uh, we will do a quick bring people up to speed episode uh, by bringing our friend Em on, who is uh, the other host from Normal Mapping, and asking them to try, (laughs) from listening to these podcasts once and only once, to explain the plot of the album and having a good fun time debating it back and forth. Um, It'll probably be slightly longer because it'll be an actual discussion rather than just bam, 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 takes, takes, information, (laughs) law, wives, death. Uh, But it'll be good. Um, We'll also... I don't know whether this is going to be the same episode or part of that episode. Do an episode zero for "In Keeping Secrets," where we give the context of uh, here's what the next album is. We'll see how long the episode runs. It might be two weeks of content. It might only be one. We ha- we don't know. We're we not sure know. yet. We got to we got to yeah. wait till we get there. Yeah, but then we're beginning "In Keeping Secrets." We are going to do for those that know what this means you'll understand why i'm saying this if you don't i'm just naming songs we're going to be doing um episodes for in keeping secrets the song Mm -hmm. uh which is the album opener after the um like instrumental track that we're not giving an episode to yep all the way through to 2113 we
1: are covering 2113 so yes Uh, we know it's a bonus track but it's a bonus track that matters to us
0: it's an important bonus track, and no one would who is into *Coherent* and Cambria would disagree yes. about the importance of 2113. So. Yes. So. I'm excited. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you thank everybody you for Molly. listening.
0: Thank you, Jackson. Ah, oh, thank you, listeners. I know people have enjoyed this podcast. I'm glad to bring this arc, this album, to a close. We're, I it's think been we're a great both time. very
1: happy to just drop this one back where we found it
0: yeah and then we'll we'll begin the journey all over again next time still has a comic book when we get into good apollo though those albums in like another 10 or so weeks things get a bit more complicated on things our are, end
1: things are gonna get a little iffy uh, um but for now we're fine you have to do a little translating Ha. Huh so where are we on the internet let's
0: do the sign offs and let's go
1: uh you can find me over on twitter at your friend molly with a y-e-r you can find me uh at audioentropy.com where i host a number of other podcasts and you can find me at patreon.com slash molly reinbeck uh which is also on my twitter where you can you know give me a little bit of cash for doing all these
0: podcasts for you so many podcasts it's you a can lot find me as i know uh, you can find me at Headfuls off on twitter uh, other podcasts are at abnormalmapping.com and you could support the abnormal mapping shows at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Uh, we're both very poor and like to... Uh, we like to make these shows for you. So any money helps to... Any of us helps a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So thank, yeah, so thank you very much. We're out of here. Please enjoy Godsend Conspirator one last time as we go and have, like, you know, a bath... Uh, lie down in bed we'll have a hot chocolate i don't mm-hmm. know we'll have yeah a, all relax. those things yeah all those things we're not gonna do any of those things you've got to go out and you're busy and i've got to prepare for another podcast
1: yep all those things goodbye your dreams can't last forever